Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Mavericks, your daily podcast on the Dallas Mavericks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. This is going to be huge. Welcome. You are locked on the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Angstead. I'm a writer at MavsFanatic.com, and I am joined, as always, by Isaac Harris, the editor of Smoking Cuban. Nick, I have a question for you. Have you ever owned a dog? I have actually never owned a dog. You've never owned a dog? My sister owns a dog now, and she still lives at home, So, but I don't live there to own the dog, too. So, actually, there's a pay- picture of that dog on my desk right now. Oh, how adorable. So I'm looking at it. With my family in it, though. So my patience, patience is not like a characteristic that I would say describes me the most. <laughs> but we have, I just brought home, it's it's an eight-week-old golden doodle. Oh. Wow. So my wife is like super happy. It looks like the cutest thing ever. It looks like a teddy bear. And it feels like a teddy bear. But when so you leave like, the room. <laughs> no, it was well, like one of these dogs where you're like, Everybody sees it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, it's so cute!" It like you makes everybody want to get a dog. You could never get mad at that dog. Bullcrap! <laughs> no, I call bull on that man. Like, there's no like it's the cutest thing ever. But that thing has drove me nuts, and it's testing everything inside of me. It chews on everything. It barks through the night. It bites. It just bites for like like I handed a toy and my hands the new toy, and it's weird. Is your wife one of those people that like? pretends like they're that your dog is like their child and is, is like it's just as much work like being a dog owner is being no they don't they don't even say owners they being like a dog parent i'll just say this i walked in the room tonight and she's i opened the door and she's like she loves her new toothpaste and i'm like what her new toothpaste i was like you gave her some of our toothpaste and she's like no she's like i just brushed her teeth with dog toothpaste and I was like, oh, I didn't. you're brushing our dog's teeth. So, no, she's enjoying it. It's it's kid prep, man. Like, we hope to try to start, like, the whole kid process maybe this year. You, so Whoa. So you want to at least brush your kid's teeth. So at least you guys are going in a, in a good way that way. At least it might work out, I guess. <laughs> we'll see. So, all right. Something that has really worked out is uh, Dirk Nowitzki being part of the Mavericks and also going on 105.3 The Fan. He always gives us good stuff. So he was on with – just skin today. Ben was, Ben had some something he was doing, but it was just skin in the studio. They did a Facebook Facebook Live. It's probably still up, but uh, he just looks so awkward in those chairs because he's such a big person. Uh, he said a couple interesting things. He mostly just talked about his uh, Celebrity Heroes baseball event, which he still has tickets available for. I think he said a couple thousand are available. So if you what? Guys... How are tickets available for this thing? What do you mean? Like how like, how is it not sold out? Yeah, like yeah. this is like a staple. My, my my wife and I we go to this thing every year. We get we're we're covering this year as media, so Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. I didn't get to go last year. So I will definitely be there this year and I'm excited about it. 
Um, he said that you know it'll all be back. Obviously, the Cowboys are going to all be there. Zach, Deke, Zach, Zach, no, Dak, Zeke, and Dez. <laughs> How many times am I going to do that? It's like the Seth and Steph thing. <laughs> I feel like you just mix those up. You just put Zach, yep. Zach and Deck. Like what? No, those guys are going to be there. It's going to it's going to be awesome. So he was talking about that. He also said that his. Um, his tennis event, remember that had Andy Roddick and had a Ben Stiller, you know, surprise visit last time. He's going to do that again. Um, so he said he's back in the U.S. for basically all of June and, and some of July. And then he's going to go back out gallivanting across the world again. Uh, another interesting thing that I found from, from this interview was that he exchanged numbers with Laurie Markkinen and that they have talked and that he's like available for him at any, you know, if he wants to talk or get advice or anything. And it was just, like, oh, Ooh. Nick, scale one to ten. What does that mean? <laughs> a scale of one to one um, meaning nothing, ten meaning he's, he's coming suiting up he's for coming Dallas. Dallas. Uh probably a four. Because I think okay. I think Dirk walks in and he could be like like I want Lori Markinen. Do you think that if Dirk walked in and said that, do you think the Mavericks would do you think they would oh. cave? You think Donnie would be like, Well, okay, we gotta listen to this guy. I mean he got Rondo. <laughs> no 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 he would i i think he could i feel like i don't know he could say something but i don't think you know you remember how lebron said he wanted shabazz napier and then the the heat went and got shabazz napier and then he immediately left yeah he got darren williams too and that's working out oh darren williams again (laughs) another stinker has he made i don't think he's made a shot so far in the finals uh I, don't, I can't I don't, I don't want to say anything worse about him <laughs> I don't think he has all right so another thing that he said was that uh they were talking about Bar- Harrison Barnes work ethic and we I know we've talked about this all year about how he's so consistent and he works hard and he's you know a hard worker and he works the right way he doesn't just you know he isn't just a worker but he works the right way works really hard he said that he has been coming in at 6 a.m every day um, working out and doing you know doing stuff trying to get better he said that another maverick has also joined him at 6 a.m. And that huh. Matt Maverick is Dwight Powell. He needs to come in at five. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> oh man. And then he said another Maverick has been coming in at six thirty, which I thought was funny that he he pushed it down to six and he didn't he pushed it down to six thirty and didn't say that they were all coming at the same time, but that was Wes Matthews. So mm. Barnes Powell and and, and uh Wes Matthews, who it's interesting because Powell and Wes Matthews have been in so many trade suggestions. At least that I've got. I don't know about you, but I feel like every trade suggestion has at least one or both of them in it. And then Curry's probably the next one after that, uh, which is, I guess, good for them because they have trade value. Like they'll fetch something on the trade market, but uh, most uh, of the guys, <laughs> they'll fetch something. We'll see uh, what fetch means. And Dirk said that he's never worked that hard. Like you never, we've never had those kind of workhorses here in Dallas. So whatever that means to you guys, he said Dirk said he never even, you know, worked as hard as Barnes is working right now. So natural natural talent right there <laughs> and then uh he also was t- he also mentioned talked about tanking because he was out of the country when mark cuban came on the fan and said that the, the team was in fact tanking which i feel like he said that four times this year he said that so many different times it between that and the dirk Nowitzki saying that he was going to come back next year i feel like that that announcement happened so many different times that people just kept announcing kept announcing it and like all the yeah. all of us like beat writers we knew that like that he was coming back at some, you know, at some point during the year he said it. And so we were like, Oh, he's coming back. And then it got announced at the end of the year and everyone's like, Oh, he's coming back. I was like, 
haven't we known this for months? You know, he said it, he said at a media day. He said, as long as I feel fine at the end of the year, then yeah, I'll be back. Yeah, it was kind of like a thing all year. But he was talking about tanking, and uh, Dirk is of the impression that every team that doesn't make the playoffs should have the same amount of of lottery balls, ping pong balls. You know, in the in the draft lottery, but he didn't say ping pong balls. He just kept saying balls. He said every team that doesn't make the playoffs should have the same amount of balls. <laughs> so, what Deion do you think? Wa- what do you think Deion about that? Waiters balls? Are you are you for that or against it? Um, I think I would be against it. It would be super super weird. I've heard a lot of different like lottery suggestions, and it's something we we didn't really talk about this before we recorded. But like one of the suggestions of like the wheel. Oh yeah, the wheel, like how, the wheel's like, super complicated, but it's just like yeah. a formula basically. It'd be so weird to where like every team gets the first pick ever, you know, like thirty every 10 years. years or something. Like, yeah, well, yeah, it have to be thirty, I guess. Uh, Which so like, there's crazy. a chance that the Warriors could have like the number one pick and be in the finals. You know, like that's that's the thing that's wrong with the wheel. But the, the but like Boston, I mean Boston had that shot, but like I think you'd still yeah. have tanking though. You would still have all these teams that's. Yeah fighting for the eighth seed and it wouldn't be a fight anymore as long as there's something that can be gained by losing you won't have you won't get rid of tanking i also don't think that this is a conversation for an august podcast but i don't think that the parody in the league is that bad look at the last 10 years there's all different there's all different champions right like there's all different teams that have won you have the miami teams obviously have the Cavs team which is both lebron but still two different teams you have the spurs teams you have those lakers teams you have uh, the the Mavericks obviously thrown in there. You have the uh, depending on how far you want to go back. You know, like like there's different teams that have won. You know, the Warriors obviously now, and I think. The, but the parity we should look at is the parity at the bottom. And not every team has been awful for this long stretch of time. You know what I mean? The yeah. the 76ers have been as have been terrible as long as they've been trying to be terrible, which has only been like four or five years right it's not like they've been terrible for a decade you know yeah it's not like we've seen you know you do look across the landscape and say look at the teams that's won the title and their best player on the team has been somebody they've drafted for the most part you know like one you're you know super high but you also look at some of these teams that's like tanked and you wonder you know where have they where have they ended up you know over these past five eight years or something like that. people were arguing that the warriors were tanking when they got harrison barnes like that he was going to be like the last piece for them and so that was sort of a tank job you have the um i mean the lakers have been tanking for people you have the the Suns that have been tanking for people but um the bucks the bucks tanked for jabari parker (laughs) yeah yeah and now they're good like they they want to you know they were right in it in the playoffs and they they've got one of the best players in the NBA. So I think that their the, off season's a little weird to me, but yeah. that's a, that, that can be a different, yeah. the, the bottom, the bottom has been different. And I think that's, that's what matters in the NBA. Cause you don't want all the same teams being terrible, you know, forever. Yeah, that's true. In the NBA, I mean, like, I mean the Lakers in Boston, they have the top two picks. This is, yeah. you know, NBA doesn't want that. I mean, they, they want them back on top in a dream world. You want the, you, you want the Warriors and Cavs, you got them fighting, and then you have your big markets of Boston and L.A. and New York coming up on the rise. And Dallas. What are, and you want Dallas back up there. And you want Mark Cuban. You want Mark Cuban. Okay, so let's try to get the Mavericks back up there. Maybe not in just this one move, but let's make some – we have some trade suggestions. Uh, some of us have been sent in by you guys. So if you guys have trade suggestions, we want all of them. We want every single trade suggestion you guys have. Send it to me. 
at Nick Van Exit. Send it to Isaac at Isaac Harris NBA. Isaac with two A's, and uh, and at Locked On Mavs at the Mavs fanatic at Smoking Cuban. Like whatever, <laughs> whatever you guys want. Send it to those. We'll get them somehow. We'll we'll put them on the show. So the first one I have for you is one that I actually put on Reddit. Um, oh, I just gave my Reddit name away. That's too. <gasps> bad. Um, is the uh, is. I just want to get a gauge. I just wanted to get a gauge on where everybody was with Dwight Powell, and I said uh, Dwight Powell straight up for Myers Leonard. They're they're kind of they're kind of in similar situations. Like they showed some promise. They're still young, but they're not like twenty young. They're like twenty four, twenty five. Um, and they were they showed real promise, and then they sort of had a down year. You know, like they both sort of had that where Dwight or uh, Myers Leonard had that fifty forty ninety season. Like I think it was in two thousand fourteen fifteen, and then he just kind of gone down since then hasn't really played too much he uh has now been completely almost taken out of the rotation Dwight Powell can be this the same can be said for him like he looked fine last season and then he just didn't show any real big improvements even though he led the Mavericks in PER this season which is one of the craziest stats that we he did looked on, fine. that we did on the Mavs fanatic uh ridiculous stats quiz they got everybody that took him forever to guess that Dwight Powell was leading the Mavericks in PER so what would you do if if uh, they're calling you, what's Portland's what's calling. what's Leonard's Leonard's contract look like? So again? Myers Leonard, they almost have the same contract. So average over the next three years is ten and a half million, and it goes up to I think the last one's like eleven. The first one, it, the you know this next upcoming year is ten, and then the middle season is ten and a half. So it basically averages to ten ten and a half million. Dwight is nine and a half million, which we know goes from you know nine to ten. And uh, Dwight's last year is a player option. Dwight's twenty five, right. and Myers Leonard is twenty four. So they're like, yes. I mean, they're really the same. A million, a million dollars separates them, and then one year separates them, and then that player option at the end. Ding, 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 Nick! You have a taker. I would take that deal. You would take Myers Leonard. Yes, I will. But but you're also you're also asking. It's funny that my some of our my staff, if they listen to this, which they better. <laughs> at the smoking cuban they're they're gonna laugh because they know that i have this frustration not hatred but like what does dwight powell do well yeah. besides jump what yeah. does he do well he has the highest per so he obviously does something right like there's something oh efficiency wise that he's doing right but maybe that's just because he doesn't you know try to do a ton of that's stuff That's because he gets into he gets into the game Whenever it's like a blowout, yeah. and, <laughs> probably and, our, why. and like Carlisle, like they want to actually play, so you know that he's playing against the other scrubs. And yeah. no, like okay, Dwight Powell, he's a cool guy, and but I've, like I've seen him beat Dirk Nowitzki in a shooting contest. I'll just put that out there. I've seen him beat him. So it, his jump shot is just one of the like the most frustrating things for a lot of Mavs fans. I've seen him beat Salah Mezri in a brick contest. <laughs> he but but that's the thing like he, he's just not so, good at something like there's yeah athleticism is probably the thing that you would say okay that's he can he, he can dunk you know a little bit but even like the dunks there's so many lobs that you look at him and it's like butterfingers like he he doesn't like catch he doesn't have good hands around the basket yeah and then his jump shot is always critiqued some even though it did improve at the end of the season but no like there's just there's other forwards out there that play the similar position. I, I his value to me is really low. Like you don't want to know how low it is for me. <laughs> but but yeah, I would take it mainly because do you have Leonard's stats in front of you? 
uh, not in front of me. They were, I want to know, know Leonard's st- shooting stats, like his his outside shot. Because I feel like at least Leonard, you could look at Leonard and say, okay, he's a seven-footer. I think he's taller than Powell, too. And he's near seven foot, six ten, seven foot, and he can hit the outside shot decently well. So yeah, like he shot forty percent from three in a season. So th- like that ability is there, and we know that he, you know, that that's there. Um, but he sort of added down years. But but those the three point shooters, you can get kind of streaky sometimes, if, especially if you don't get the right amount of you know, touches or if you don't get you know the same amount of play. Because it's a, it's a rhythm thing, right? Like like shooting is a rhythm yeah. thing. We've seen you know Steph Curry get in super rhythm, or we've seen him get out of rhythm, even in these playoffs. Uh, he shot. 35% from three this past season, 38% the season before, and then that season before that was 14-15, he shot 42% from three. Okay. Taking four and a half a game. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I would do the deal. It's not ideal. Like, I mean, obviously I would love to get rid of Dwight Powell for and not bring back salary like that. Yeah. Like, for, for me, and I don't want to, like, go super low on this, but, like, I'm calling teams like Philly and saying any of those like top five picks of the second round and saying, Hey, give me a second round pick for Dwight Powell. Interesting. Take the, take the contract off on books. Like Philly has like four picks. I'm calling any of the, I'm calling Orlando saying, you know, Orlando's not going to take Dwight Powell for that, but like calling a team with a cap space that has a younger, you know, set team and saying, Hey, I just want a second round pick for Dwight Powell. So you're taking you're taking this, but that's probably because you're really low on Dwight Powell. It was it was on sure. on Reddit. It was basically split. People were either like, like hell yeah or hell nah, like, like literally just yeah. like saying that, <laughs> and then other things that they would say with it. But you know, it, yeah. people are really split on Dwight Powell. And I, I there's not a lot of player value things that that Mavs fans are are hundred percent on. You know what I mean? Like people either want yeah. to get rid of or save West Matthews Curry. Dwight Powell, like all these guys are there up and down on Harrison Barnes. Even I haven't seen any trades for Harrison Barnes though. If you have one, send it to Heck us. No, no, <laughs> don't send it to us. Cause I don't want to get rid of him. No, we want to put him on the side. I'm shame. I feel, I feel like I'm always, I feel like our past few pods, I've been getting kind of like a negative Nancy towards some Mavs players. And that's not really the case. Cause I'm always, I'm typically the optimistic guy. Like I'm saying, Hey, pay whatever you, you can for Nerlens. I love Harrison yeah. Barnes. I love Seth at point. You know, I have play. I love Yogi. Like, I have, I, I do have players I like. So don't think but, I'm a hater. I mean, this is this is a you know this is a 31 team. So <laughs> there's gonna be players that you know didn't perform well and aren't great. You know what I mean? Like we get towards the end of the bench here. We have, you know, Dwight Powell. We have the you know the Brusinos. We have the AJ Hammonds that barely saw action. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's gonna just be those players. So all right, give me one. Give me a trade. Um. So I got this one thrown at us. To to have the locked on, we're having this locked on mock draft coming up. I think I mentioned it last time. Ooh, yeah, this and, is gonna be good. Yeah, so each team we're kind of like controlling our franchise that we we cover. Yeah, each. And a, a team a team reached out to me a few days ago, and um, DM'd me, and it's a it's an interesting play a trade, but it's it was from Indiana, so Indiana would take back you know they're in this mode right now they're where if they want to keep paul george they want to try to prove to him so they're trying to yeah. look at it and say hey let's take we'll take on west matthews so their their this deal is, was this is exactly what happened to the thunder and now they have ennis Cantor for like a, a max contract <laughs> that that is very true very true but their deal was west matthews for 
it couldn't be just straight up for the 18th pick because there has to be salary involved. Right. And so their salary is kind of weird, but it would be taking back Monte. So it would be Monte, Lavoy, <laughs> La- Allen. I just can't. In oh, the 18th pick. Monte back. Oh, man. So, like, Monte is kind of in a similar spot as, as Wes Matthews. So, Monte makes $11 million Yeah. And has a player option for the year after that, the 18-19 season. The, Lavoie, he, might, he might decline because he's Monte Ellis. And because of Dallas. And Lavoy Allen has a $4 million contract going into next season that we could yeah, just – that one's really good. Well, we could if we didn't like it. If the trade happens before the option, you know, the trigger date, we could just decline the option, and it's pretty much Monte for the 18th pick. Can we just do this? Well, no, it would be West for the 18th pick. Can we? Uh, can we just see? Can, can we just see Monte and Seth Curry as a as a backcourt just once? Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> um, it, one of the lowest points of this of this past season was when I was getting tweets saying. Uh, we need to bring back Monte. Like we just need Monte. Yes. And I was like, oh man, is this what we've become? MFFLs? Is this what we have become? Where we just we want- should have paid Monte. Yeah. We should have paid. It's Dirk's best psychic. Ever. At least we didn't get that for Chandler Parsons. If if anyone says we need to get Chandler Parsons back, immediate Sodom shame. Immediately. We need to do a whole pod on that whole situation. On Chandler but, Parsons. Yeah. All right. Let's save it for August. Let's save it for August. We're so yeah, up, we're filling up our August slots. So I, so we're basically just giving up West. We're taking on. So if you're giving, yeah, if you're giving up West, some cap, cap relief, and we're getting a pick. You're getting the 18th pick. That would be the biggest thing, and but you have to take back Monte, and which in turn saves you about what six million, seven million. Yeah, that doesn't make us better right now, but that's not what we're going for. I I would probably do that. Especially if I really think if I'm the Mavs and I know that Wes Matthews isn't going to pick up that player option, yeah, and we know that he's disgruntled and doesn't want to be here, and he showing up at 6:30 a.m. to work out might mean that he's trying to work his way out of Dallas. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like you know, what? that could mean either way. Like that could mean that he, you know, just wants to prove that he should stay here, prove that he's worth it, or you know. I actually turned down the deal. Yeah, well, yeah. But the the first deal, if I remember correctly, was for uh, Monte and Al Jefferson. <laughs> that that deal, ain't no. yeah. That deal is no. I'm not taking. I'm not taking both those contracts. So I wrote the guy back and I was like, mm, I was trying to say it in a nice way, but I was like, no, nah, that ain't happening. Nah, sorry, dude. But I still turned it down. I don't know. Just there's right. just something if the pick was higher. This pod's probably gonna go long, just like all of our other ones. We'll eventually go back down to the 15 to 25 minutes that David Locke wants us to do. <laughs> So we also had a dude that was complaining to us that these pods were only 30 minutes. So shout out to you because <laughs> yeah, this one's going to go, you are. might go a little longer. All right. This is the one that I really wanted to get into today is uh, some formation, some formula of, of these assets trading places. Wes Matthews and the ninth pick for the Mavericks for Rubio and the seventh pick or one or the other without the pick. It, it depends on how you value those players. I think they're kind of the same right now in value. Rubio's is probably higher because he's 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 younger. But then again, you can't really play point guards that don't shoot. Like this—that's the whole conversation around De'Aaron Fox. Is <laughs> that you know? And that conversation is there for a reason. And yeah. So what would what would how would you approach that? So let's do it with the pick. So let's say Wes and nine for Rubio and seven. So you get. I don't. I don't know how it would work without the picks. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, Wes and Rubio for the seventh. If, if Minnesota really wants to move on from, from Ricky Rubio and really wants to get out of that. and Oh, and they're going to give Rubio and the seventh for Ruby, for Wes Matthews? Yeah, I've seen that. I, I, don't, oh, I, think that, I think that's too much for the Timberwolves. But. Yeah, I mean, so I, here goes. I wrote a piece. I wrote a piece. I wrote <laughs> a piece a while back. Hashtag I wrote a piece. <laughs> it was uh, three kind of three trades that maybe we could entertain with with Minnesota. It was like two three two weeks ago, I think. That made and, it. To, that made it to Reddit too, and there was a lot of hell yeah, hell nah too. <laughs> I, I bet there were people was were would just like number them, be like one hell yeah, two hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> just they wouldn't even say well, what it was. Well, I threw the Wes Matthews for the seventh pick in there just for the fun of it. It's yeah. not going to happen. Minnie's not going to do that no. pick for Wes Matthews. They, they uh, might want to win now, though. If Thibodeau's, if Thibodeau's looking at bringing in Derrick Rose, that that could be yeah. a little, you know, like look into what, their mindset. Like what I would do if, and I love Wes Matthews, but what I would do if we got the seventh pick for Wes Matthews, you'd, I don't even know. I would be so happy if I was the Timberwolves. I might, I would do that. If I want to win now, I need a I need a wing guy that can actually you know, three and D, unlike like Zach Levine and you know. That, well, I, I don't think yeah, I don't think it's as like out there crazy. It's not Satnam, you know, shame worthy. No, it's not that level. But but no, I think the the framework of the deal would or, yes or no? Would you do if you're Dallas? Would you do Chris Dunn for the ninth pick? Ooh. Yes or no? We don't Ooh. have to like, discuss it. Dang, because he was the fifth pick. Yeah, but, but people top, are saying, top point guard in that draft. He also did not look good this year. So no, having he did. a having a. But is that tip system and playing behind Rubio with like Levine and Wiggins, or is it's interesting? Maybe we can come back to it at a different time. Yeah, because if you told me two years ago, all right, you're gonna swap the the ninth pick for the fifth pick in the draft, I'd be like, oh yeah, definitely, like straight up, of course. <laughs> But the, but the yeah. like the un, the the like the unknown factor about these players in the draft just makes them so intriguing, you know. <laughs> it is intriguing. But the so going back to the original, the framework deal that you see a lot and that we've talked about, I wrote about in the piece, is and that people bring about in Reddit all the time is that West in the ninth for Ruby on the seventh. I don't, I don't think I would do it. Mainly because well, Rubio's salary is locked in compared. For that next season compared to Wes Matthews being a player option which isn't a huge deal because it is cheaper it's what three or four more three four million cheaper than Wes I'm pretty sure Rubio's at like 14 15 Wes is at like 18 I think Rubio's at like 12 but I'm looking it up right now okay I'm wrong but so and then you would be moving up two spots to the seventh thing and for me the only reason why I would want to move up is to get a point guard right and that's the thing. Like, would you getting Rubio take away your like? I feel like if if I'm trading for Rubio to have Rubio under contract for two years, then you're committing to him as your starting point guard, and then you still got the whole party back there that we just talked about a few episodes ago. So then I feel like that would almost take you out of selecting a point guard, and I think that would be a mistake in this draft, but. Because then, if you t- if you if you did that deal, then you would be targeting somebody like, you know, Jonathan Isaac, a marketing yeah. OG. You know, OG probably wouldn't go seventh, but if if that's the plan, hey, we want Jonathan Isaac and we can get Rubio in. I mean, it's not horrible. I mean, I'm not saying I would be like pissed off on draft night that that happened. I would be like, hey, this is really fun. 
but it wouldn't be like ideal. Rubio's contract thirteen and a half million this past season, fourteen point two million this next season, and then just about fifteen million the season after that, all guaranteed. Okay, yeah. So, so I mean, meet in the middle from what we were saying. <laughs> yeah, so it would be a little bit cheaper than Wes, and you get to move up two spots. But Rubio would be your point. I think Rubio would be great in our system. I don't. I don't. I'm not as big. That might be monk. That might be shooting. monk territory too. I just don't think Monk and Seth could play together, but but then you have other trades, you know, that were oh, don't get me started on that. That would be awesome. But all right, all right yeah. you have one more for me. Uh yeah, I'll just throw a simple one at you. Okay. Would you do? Would you do Wes Matthews for Alan Crab in the twentieth pick? Oh, we've had this discussion. I can't remember if it was on the pod or not, but the Alan Crab thing. I don't want to get rid of Seth for for Alan Crab at all. <laughs> I, I, no, 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 not Seth. Wes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, man, how is Alan Crab's salary bigger than Wes Matthews' salary by like two million? Like that just yeah, because because Crab's locked in for the next two years at like nineteen million, and then a player option after that for like eighteen. Or how does 19. He, how does he pick that up? Like how how does he not? Yeah, how, how does he decline that? If you're Alan Crabb, I mean, but, you're but just like still, random like role player. But that's like two years to like his development. I mean, he's still what twenty three. Yeah, and he did have. I mean, a, look at Seth. Seth's twenty six, and now yeah. he's balling. Yeah, so. he he did have a game where he hit like nine threes this year, like a Yogi type game where he, it, you know. So pretty much, would you take on a twenty three year old Crab? And then you get locked the extra, in. You get the extra pick though. Yeah, so like they have the fifteenth pick. And I, I put the 20th pick in the deal, not the 15th. Yeah. I think if they put the 15th in the deal, I think I would do it. I would do Even it. Even though... If that's the case, then you should do it for 22. Because 50, the difference between 15 and 20, to me, is you know minuscule. Like, it's a crapshoot. They're saying it's a crapshoot after nine. Like, they're saying that, you know, there's that many good players. And then that's, after bull that, that's bull crap. That's bull crap. Because I... You know how my love for OG and Mitchell. That's why I say 15. I think there could be a... And OG, Mitchell, Justin Jackson, Collins. Well, like one, of the, those... one of those guys is going to fall to 20, though. That always happens. There's always guys that go too early that we're, we're thinking, like, what the heck? Like, Anthony Bennett, how did he get up there? You know what I mean? Harry Giles goes to, like, New York at Jeez. 8 or something. Oh, my gosh. That would be we the, flip mo- out. The, the most Nixie thing that's ever happened. All right. We're already over. So let's go. Uh, here's one that I got from at The Rebel, if, but with an I instead of Theorable, I don't know, from on Twitter. He said, and I sort of understood what he was saying, Wes and Curry for Detroit's number 12, so they would have to already pick, and then a sign-and-trade with Contavious Caldwell-Pope. I think it's so much to process. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so we'd get the 12th pick, and, and I get, see, yeah, this was like a conversation. He yeah, had yeah, on yeah we were going back and I forth. Logged, I logged on Twitter, and I was like, where are all these notifications coming from? <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so my only thing is I'm not completely sold on Caldwell Pope, and you'd have to be paying him a decent amount. Yeah, you, you, I mean, that's, him and Nerlens are just about in the same camp, where they're still young, they have, they've shown upside, but mo- both defensive upside, some offensive. Like, we've seen him shoot some three, but he's not, like, really good from, from three. And then 
then he's get, probably going to get some max money. Like he's probably going to get upwards of that because people are going to, you know, be wanting a wing like that. And so now you have these two wings at max money. There you have you have a wing at max money, and then you have a, a center at max money that don't give you a lot of offensive creation. And that's yeah. That that would be my thing of like, why would Caldwell Pope do that? You know, it it would be his choice to come to Dallas, right? But yeah, you don't him to sign. Yeah, him to sign with Detroit to be traded. I mean, it would have to be a, a big time money. It's happened before, but he it's all like signing trades have obviously happened. But yeah, he could. I know he could also be working out with Dirk, and Dirk could be like, "Come to Dallas. It's the best." So here's my number. Let's shoot free throws. Left hand. So, but then you also get twelve. So. Yeah, and that I mean that's obviously really appealing to get twelve, and you would get a young player in Caldwell Pope. So I mean, I I. I get it for sure. Uh, I guess I would do the deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would, especially for the 17th pick. I mean, the 12th pick, but yeah, I guess I would do it. That's uh, That takes more thinking that I had to do. And the last one I want to throw at you is a three-team dealer by at Ronnie Brooks 83 that sent this to me. Oh, basically, gosh. Basically, and I think he put a pick in here somewhere, but I'll let you decide. <laughs> okay. Dallas gets Alan Crabb and Rubio. Minnesota gets Wes Matthews and AJ Hammonds. Portland gets Devin Harris, Seth Curry, DeAndre Liggins, and they get that cap relief that they so desperately want. Are there no uh, no I graphics? Think, I think he threw a pick in there somewhere. I'm not sure who gets it because I can't imagine the Mavericks getting a pick in that. So Dallas would be trading Matthews, Curry, Liggins, and Hammonds and Harris, and get getting back Allen Crabb and Ricky Rubio. That is that, no. I, that just doesn't make the team better <laughs> in, no, in, any, in not, any sense. And that's taken on. I mean, I don't I, – I, Alan Crabb, I'm not like, hey, you know, I don't have property on his island, but I haven't put up a sign that's saying I'll never buy land on his yeah, island. You're like leasing. You're leasing some Alan Crabb property right now. Yeah, I'm like leasing that. I'm like trying to see if I want to buy it, but – I wouldn't just take it on for the you know without taking without getting a draft pick like I need something to come back for that but yeah. no I wouldn't do that to him now yeah no I wouldn't do that either I don't think that's making you better uh, unless the Mavericks are getting a pick which I don't even think that that would work you know in that sense I don't think that I think it was one of Portland's picks but all right so let's finish off this pod as we want to do always but it's up to you guys so if you guys send us really bad trades that you've seen on Twitter Reddit Facebook even Instagram comments, anything. If you've seen people post really bad trades, really bad free agency suggestions, send them to us with the hashtag Satnam Shame. S-A-T-N-A-M Shame. Satnam, like Satnam Singh. Because Satnam would be ashamed of all of these trades. So, <laughs> all right, send them to us, and you got one for me, Isaac. Yeah, so last time for our Satnam Shame we had a, I had some suggestions for since everybody likes to do the West and the ninth pick. Yeah. And last week or or Monday, yesterday maybe, we had I had somebody say, Hey, West in the ninth pick for Porzingis. Yeah. Like, ooh, man, would wouldn't we all want that? Yes. But thank God you're not the GM. <laughs> this guy says at B I G B V B why so it's like <laughs> it's like it's like big baby but instead of an a and baby it's, it's a, a v. v big, ba- so like, big okay. baby is this baby. you glenn davis <laughs> he suggests you know what 
I don't even think it's gonna ha- it's gonna take West and the ninth pick to get Porzingis. He suggests he tweets and says, "Hey, we should just do the ninth pick straight up for KP." There's so many things <laughs> just, I want to say about just, that. Just straight up. Just straight up, like he was that, the third that's pick what, in the draft like three years ago, and now like, he's getting traded for the ninth. Donnie's just gonna pick up the phone, call Phil, and say, "Hey." You know what, Porzingis, he's still over in Latvia. Like, he's not even going to come back for you. Like, we'll give you our ninth pick. Like, he's going to – I don't know. My favorite part of the side I'm saying is is people out there that think that these trades are realistic. Yeah. All right, so this is what I have. This is a guy that posted on the Mavs Nation Facebook page. And he is getting a little fed up with these Satnam Shame. This is this post is actually the spirit of Satnam Shame. Like this is this post right here is just it encapsulates everything that we feel when we see these trades, except for we think they're funny and he just is very upset with them. So this is James Achilles St. Patrick from San Antonio, Texas, that writes on the Mavs Nation Facebook page, unprovoked. He's not responding to anything. He's just straight up posting this. He says. It seems some of you fans in here want to give the ninth pick in Wes Matthews for anything and anyone that's available. It also seems y'all want to sign any player that's there. So here's a list of players you you should get the Mavs to sign since y'all want everything. And then he put these players' names in all caps. Tracy McGrady, Steven Jackson, Michael Finley. Just yesterday, I heard Raja Bell said he still got it. So let's get him. Last week, I was getting my hair cut, and what do you know? Yao Ming is free. I just found out the rapper, Master P, used to play. We should sign him too. There's this guy at the park by my house. I think he's a crackhead, but man, he can't ball. Let's sign him. LeVar Ball is also free. He said he's better than Jordan. Sign him. And then he just put two like side-eyed emojis and then just wrote a-holes. He's fed up. He's fed up with the Sottenham shame. So there you go. Those are our Sottenham shames. Send it in to us. Tweet it straight to us. Or just use the hashtag Sottenham shame. We will find them. Let's try to make this a thing so that we can try to point out these really bad trades because everybody thinks they're GM. Even we think we're GM sometimes. We, we make bad trades. So if we make bad trades, if, if one of these trades that you, you heard tonight or today, this morning, whenever you're hearing this, just tweet us. Just be like Sottenham shame. That's all you need to say to us, and we'll know. Also, I want to give a shout-out to the guy on Reddit that said, hey, the, this Kentucky guy on here, he has some, <laughs> he has some what, weird opinions? Or he said interesting opinions. Some interesting opinions. <laughs> Bro, you're the man. You're, you are the reason why I do this. I love you. <laughs> and we love you all, even though we don't know you, and you're all probably like 25- to 35-year-old white men. <laughs> shout out to demographics all right thanks guys peace out ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks it's ace's biggest led light bulb sale of the year right now buy one get one free on our best-selling led light bulbs our four pack of led bulbs is 9.99 and our two pack of led floodlights is only 12.99 buy one get one free There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.